Thank you for tuning in. Find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Jammin Podcast. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe, and please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. But without further ado, this is Jam with Ron Rex. Yeah. Coach Cam made this. Welcome to Jamming with Cron and Rex, the most patriotic podcast in America. I don't think I should say the world. All right, hold on real quick. That's not how this starts off. You didn't say anything after. No, no, no. Hold on. You paused. No, hold on. Hold on. What? We're going to restart. All right, you ready? Okay, go. All right, three. I'm not going to lie. It'd be pretty good if you kept that in. You'll, you'll understand why I say this. Three, two. Don't pause again. One. Just don't pause again. Let's jam. I'm Brittany Cron, this is Rex, and welcome to Jamming with Cron and Rex. What? I didn't introduce us. I didn't say Brittany or Rex. Say welcome to Jamming with Cron and Rex, and then you say this is Rex and this is Cron? No. All right, hold on. We're just going to completely... The most, the most patriotic podcast in all of goddamn America. All right. Shout out mm-hmm. to America. Yeah. I'll start that off. Do you want to say who's on the podcast before I say I my did. shout out? Okay. God damn. Uh, yeah. Shout out to South Korea. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't finish last in the Olympics. Well, hell yeah. I'm actually pretty proud about that. You know, we don't. Are the Olympics over? Um, the ceremonies today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, oh, it's it's yeah, winning, it's pretty right? much written. Yeah. Hear me out. Okay. All right. So South Korea. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not in this. This is. No. This yeah. is me. I figured. Yeah. My aunts and uncles on my dad's side of the family and my grandma. Yes. Um, congrats, guys. Amongst us, we have won six gold medals, four silver medals, and ten bronze medals. Yeah. The combined amount of uh, gold and silver we have. So we have a amount of twenty medals total. You know, does it say like what place? 16. That's not bad. Yeah. Total. Oh, what is that going? Oh, okay. That's just going off of gold medals. Yeah. Cause that's what we really care about. Cause you know, yeah. Yeah. history is win- written by the winners, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, 16th overall for South Korea. I mean, put that in perspective. Jamaica got four. I'm trying to find like nine. Six world countries, but pretty much after that, it's like third, yeah, and below. Finland got zero. Damn. Yeah, they got two medals total, and they're both bronze. So you know, step your fucking game up. And in last place was Syria, but I think Syria has had a lot of very mm. bad devastations. Mm. Um, Mexico oh. got four bronze. That's it. And four medals total. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you know, I, I was really hoping more for... Uh, actually, I don't know what the fuck this is based off of. Because at 77, we have... Oh, oh okay. They I guess they also put quality of the medal. Mm. Because... So a gold medal is worth more than the silver. Well, to put this in perspective, Mexico got four bronze medals. And they're at 84... Mm-hmm. And Turkmenistan got one silver medal, and they're at seventy-seven. 
So that's seven spots above them, and they only got one total medal. Wow. And it was so, silver. And Mexico got four medals, and they were all bronze. So I guess one silver is worth five bronze, at least. I guess. But yeah. now on to better things. Mm-hmm. What's the top five? The top five. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll start off at five. What is ROC? The Republic of... And I don't. I definitely don't want to say China because I definitely don't think China is a republic. Oh, Russia, Russian Olympic Committee. What? That's so weird. Because it's just ROC, like like Rock Nation. But uh, yeah. at fifth place we have Rock Nation. At four we have Great Britain. At three we have Japan. Two we have China. And you want to guess what number one was? The goat. Yeah, it's America. That's right. <laughs> it's always America. Holy shit. I am so fucking happy about yeah. that. We had the most medals by a considerable amount. Mm-hmm. 113 total medals. We de- we barely, we only had one more gold medal than China. Damn. But China only had 88 medals total. Oh. And dude, we yeah. had, it's Simone Powell's was injured for a bit, and she got bronze in, like, the, the beam yeah. thing. So, you got lucky, you know? like And we had we a took USA the back team burner, that was having a real rough start. But still gold. Still gold at yes. the end of the day. It was still gold. Yes. Um, 113 total for us. China had 88. It's not bad. It's like not a 25 good. difference. Not good enough. Isn't it? No, it's more than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's 35. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> and then what's crazy after that, it's Japan at three with 30 less. Damn. So we go from 35 to 30. And then after that, it's 71. Oh, no. After that, it's 65. Mm-hmm. But they had more. Silver medals? <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's what puts it over. Oh. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Japan had more gold medals, and that's why they're above Britain that had 65 total medals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, you know, I, I think the only thing that could have topped this off a little bit better is if um, USA truly was in this hoe. And Derek Lewis would have uh, fucking beat the Frenchman. Yeah. But, because, you know, shout out to both of them. They both, Derek Lewis, um, I don't know. He, he didn't he, look good. He didn't show out the way I wanted him to. But I don't, I honestly don't think that's much of his fault as it is just like a big showing out for uh, Cyril Gone. So, you know, shout out to him, but at the end of the day, remember that France got eighth in the Olympics. So, so who really won? Yeah, you know? so we really won. What nation really won that? Mm. You know, so, I mean, we, we, we beat them by a considerable amount. Oh, you want to talk about that fight at all? We, we can gloss over it. I mean, not that I think talking about it won't be glossing over because there's really not much to talk about. Yeah. But before we talk okay. about it, I will say United States had 113 total medals. While France had 33. So, you know, do with that what you will throughout this conversation we're about to have. But yeah. uh, who really won, you know? Yeah. So my, as a casual, 
as we are. Yes, yeah. We was brought in on the Connor bandwagon. So suck my dick. Yeah. So I mean, don't take this too crazy. And maybe this is me overanalyzing it, but I don't remember Derek Lewis looking like he just dragged his back foot across the. He uh, looked like, I, maybe I maybe because we paid more attention to it. Yeah. I, I'm thinking the reason we paid more attention to it is because the broadcasters made a special, like special point to uh, point out the fact that Cyril Gaon was so light on his feet, like he was bouncing around like a boxer would. Yeah, you know, like he was so light on his feet that like it looked like at any point if uh, Derek Lewis was to throw a leg kick, Cyril Gaon could just lift up his leg, like yeah. he was that light on his feet. Yeah, but and it Derek looked Lewis like was it, dragging his back. Yes. Foot. And, uh, well, I mean, he was dragging his back foot, but overall, and I know I said it to you 20 times last night, but, yeah. like, he was heavy as shit on his feet. And yeah. I'm sure that's probably been a thing every single time. Yeah. But going against someone like Cyril Gaon, who's a heavyweight, mm. and someone that's so light on his feet, they made it a point multiple times to be like, this guy fights like a middleweight. Yeah. So I think it puts it, like, special attention on the fact that Derek Lewis like yeah. was very heavy on his feet. Like he he was looking for that one hit the entire night. Um uh, the end result was he had eight significant strikes, which is a lot more than I honestly thought he had. Yeah. Honestly more than double what I thought he had. Yeah. Uh compared to um Cyril Gons like a hundred and forty something. He's gotta close the gap. Dude, it was because, and this is the thing: is he was six, he's six three, gone was six four. Yes, he looked a foot shorter. He does. I think that's because his uh, built. Maybe honestly, he also can't close the gap. Yeah. Well, what he looked like is that it looked like Lewis was trying to uh, Derek Lewis was trying to. Legitimately, just like capitalize on a mistake that he makes and just fucking mm-hmm. hit him with the his signature hit, yeah, like he did against um, uh, Blade, yeah, or and or and he looked mm-hmm. like he was trying to play it safe and conserve his stamina, yeah, so he could go into the later rounds and maybe and it, yeah, and that looks like why he wasn't engaging too much, but. Even but if, like he was getting he was, butchered, he was getting like chopped down like an axe. Like yeah. they was just like he was just chopping his leg down. Yeah. Like and even if he was like, <clears throat> I'm gonna preserve my energy, it didn't work because what he lost in the third round. Yeah, in the third round he looked exhausted. That pouring sweat, like it looked like he just got out of a sauna. Yeah, like he was. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> Something almost looked off. Well, I, I, I again think it's the chopping down of his leg. Yeah, because it I don't want to like, discredit. It didn't look like there was one finishing blow that like made Lewis go to the ground. Yeah, but it just looked like his legs were his legs are holding up almost three hundred pounds mm. of man, and so after your legs get abused for three rounds. Yeah. Over like 12, 14 minute span, you know, something that has to hold up 300 pounds, like if that takes a beating, then that's pretty bad. Yeah. Like, it's not like you weigh like 12 pounds and you're getting, you're taking yeah. a beating and you're just like, oh, whatever. But like, you weigh 300 pounds, your legs, like, your legs need to be in decent condition to stay up. Yeah. I'm hoping what we see is Derek Lewis really just focuses on stamina. Yeah. And he gets in maybe better shape. Because that's, 
that's going to be the thing that keeps him going. Well, because I figured that would have been a, a point of a focus before, because that was yeah. from when we was first introduced to him again. Us being casuals, mm-hmm. we was brought in on uh, Connor facing Khabib. Yeah, and that was when Holy we shit. That's the same card. Yes, Holy and that's when we sir- first saw uh, uh, Volkov versus Derek Lewis. Yeah, and Derek Lewis made it uh, very abundant that he was out of shape. He he did yeah. not have cardio, you know. So that's been a while too, and he's had many more like highlight reel knockouts since then. So. I don't. I, he just got outclassed. You know, we can talk about the shortcomings of Derek Lewis, but I think Sirogan really set himself apart. Yeah. You know, up next, it's easy to say that Cyril, uh, Cyril is going to face Francis. Um, who knows outside of that? Because it is pretty interesting because you have the the former champ, Stipe, still Stipe, active. Stipe deserves a title fight. He does, but he's not going to get it next because you have to give the interim. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Title holder. Um, but John you, Jones is here to fight for the title first in 2022. Yeah, he he's made it abundantly clear he's not going to fight in 2021. Yeah, but you also have Derek Lewis. So uh, maybe the bigger thing that I'm wondering now is that like Naganu and Gone is basically just like set in stone. It's basically yeah. set in stone. They're fighting next, mm-hmm. but outside of that, who's fighting next? Is it going to be Stipe, John Jones? Is it going to be... I don't think John know, Jones will accept it. Or is it going to be John Jones, Derek Lewis? I think... I don't think John Jones accepts anything but the title. I don't know, man. And he gets it. You think he's just waiting for... For Gone and... I think Gone and... And then do you think... I think so Gone and Francis... That, let's just say Francis wins. Because I think he would. I think I, so, I too. would take Francis on that bet. Um, but I think that's a... Hell oh, of a matchup. I think it's gonna be a good fight. That's a I hell really of do. a matchup, dude. Yeah. So I think Francis probably gets the fight. If John Jones says he postpones it, I think that if Francis says that he'll fight in a pretty quick fashion, he might get Stipe and then John Jones. Well, okay. So what I think um, to kind of deviate th- from what you said, I think Derek Lewis and Stipe fight next, and John um, Jones is waiting for the winner of Gone. Because I, I think John Jones has cemented himself enough to where if he wants to fight for a title in any division, he's allowed. He should be able to. Yeah. He's the he's pretty much the goat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it th- honestly, throughout any fighter in history, especially if he wins a heavyweight title, I don't think there's anybody in history that beats him. Like yeah. you're talking. I mean, I mean, it's not fair putting him against other weight divisions, but I mean. Mopping Khabib, <laughs> mopping George St. Pierre. I mean, yeah, yeah. definitely uh, mopping Mighty Mouse. I mean, yeah. here, but but you know, I think that who cares if he pisses hot? I think, you know, it's for our entertainment. I Grow think, the fuck up. These people are doing drugs for our entertainment. We love it in music. Why don't we love it in sports? I love when sports athletes do drugs. Yeah. I, it, it's nothing but entertaining for me. Like it's not like, like when baseball players do steroids. It just I'm makes like, it better. It does. I'm it like, just makes the sport better. That is honestly the that that is the biggest sport that I'm like. Please let them do steroids. I'm like, yeah. goddamn, please. If the league was full of Barry Bonds, I'm like, oh my god, I might watch two games a year. You know, <laughs> like I might do something. Here's the thing, and I don't know about. Soccer, it's not the same because of, like, steroids isn't going to help. 
But <laughs> soccer yeah, is boring because it's zero to one. Baseball is boring because it's zero to one. Imagine a baseball game where it's 196 to 206. I was That's really hoping incredible. you were going to say give soccer players baseball bats. <laughs> no, if you give soccer players a smaller field, I think soccer is the most exciting sport. No. Yeah. Seeing soccer players score fucking 20 points, dude, it's so fun. No, because I, I bet it's so I, fun. I legitimately disagree. Because one of the biggest things I have against soccer, which is honestly kind of in basketball now, fairies. And I'm I'm not being homophobic. I'm talking guys that get hit. You're talking about flopping. Yes, I'm talking about flopping. And I don't care. I think if you shrink the field, that gives them more chance to just... What's the most exciting sport right now? UFC? That's a very bubble, us bubble kind of thing. UFC is the most exciting because there's the most on the line every fight. In the NBA, if there's five games and then the playoffs, it would be the most exciting because every game has the most weight you've ever seen. The most UFC, exciting, yeah, to me, it's yeah, UFC, UFC, but that doesn't mean it is the most exciting or is. most popular. Well, I'm not saying most popular. I'm saying most exciting. <sighs> UFC is the most exciting because there's everything on the line every fight. Unless yeah. you're Connor. Connor's the only person that has nothing on the line every fight. Because he can get the title fight next fight if he fucking wanted. But well, I was going to say yeah. that. and John he, Jones, maybe, but that's because he's proven himself. It's com- for completely different reasons. Well, I was going to say that and because like, every single time Connor fights, whether he wins or loses, he can drop like a good like deposit on a mansion. You know? Like, yeah. He makes he yeah. makes nights. He, he, yeah. he brings out the red paintings yeah, yeah, <laughs> on yeah. other people. So those two are the only two that don't have everything on the line every fight. So we we just watched some clips about that. Mm-hmm. You know the the red painting night. You know yeah. Connor Connor said uh, whenever people face him, they yeah. tell their wives to whip out the red paintings because yeah. they're like we're getting paid, baby. It's time for celebration. Yeah. Do you have something equivalent of that? Do I? Because don't get me wrong. Whenever he said that, I immediately thought of that, and I was like, my girl does have some red panties, and when she puts on those red panties, I'm like. Like, is it's go time? You know, I don't like those red paintings. I don't like get me. I don't have the baby put on the red paintings. This happened. Well, no, no, I not to put that. on the red paintings, but like, like, do you have something equivalent to what he's talking about? Red paintings are like, yeah. do you have like the put on uh, like put it put on the ball gag? <laughs> like, it's no, no, <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. No, I don't. You no, don't have that. I don't have the if this happens, put on the red paintings. We fucking made it. I'll do red. I don't know what the reason is. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's one of the six colors I can actually see. But red is so goddamn sexy to me. What stance are you taking here? What are you talking about? I'm not <laughs> taking a stance. I, I'm just fucking horny. You said, do you have something that's like the break yes. out the red panties? No, no, said, well, no, no, no. no, no, no. no. Not you no, no, no. to break out the red panties, but what's your red panties equivalent oh. to that? Like, like what item? Like, you're like, babe, oh. bust out the butt plug. No, <laughs> like, you, were, no you were like, what is your equivalent don't to Don't tell me what I was. You were like, bust out the red panties. And then I was like, no, I don't have something that's like, bust them out. I don't have any like accomplishments no. like this. And then you you're nerd. like, and then what's you said, your item? Yours is, yours is probably like, um, don't don't talk shit. Yours is probably like Exodius. <laughs> like, <laughs> bust out the forbidden one, <laughs> you fucking nerd. What, what, what you is your? Of? 
Where's he at? Where's his awkward <laughs> high five? <laughs> He's over there. Off Where, camera. What, what's your equivalent to that? Not Exodius, but which... <laughs> What's your equivalent to red paint? It's like okay. uh, bust out the lingerie, right. so bust out the now you're asking the bust out the tuggy. Okay. What is it? All right. I don't know. The red panties are crazy. Dude, red panties are yeah. crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that might be mine. Dude, I- I'm not gonna lie. I- obviously, like you know, we are both romantically inclined to white women right now. I think that very much depends on the race you are with. Huh. Cheetah print on black women, it is undefeated. crazy. Undefeated. It is crazy, dude. Yeah. Shout out to Dennis Rodman. <laughs> 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 but Bobby did. I'm glad I wore this hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even, I, yeah, that wasn't even a part of it. I don't know, shit. Yeah. Rodzilla. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it really does. It really depends on that. And like, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. But my my most like prevalent thing is yeah. probably like red lingerie. Honestly, Damn, I was hoping you were going something extreme. <sighs> That's for OnlyFans, <laughs> babe. Bust out the strap on <laughs> your boy. Got a three dollar raise. We hit a thousand subscribers. I actually babe. did. I got a yeah. I got a three dollar yeah. Oh, I got yeah. I whipped out the strap on, but. Yeah, I was just wanting to know like what your equivalent of that is. Like yeah. like big payday, like you're fighting Conor McGregor. What are you telling your wife to whip out? Yeah. Well, I thought you were asking the opposite. I thought like what no. the big payday was. No, yeah, no. That's no. why I, and you asked the question like that, and that's why I was like, Why are you Again, I'll give you one more chance. Do not tell me what I fucking did. You, you asked the Do question. Do not tell way. me what I fucking did. <laughs> I think I know what I did. I don't need you to tell me what I fucking think I did. Well, that's what you did. Yeah, red lingerie is undefeated, dude. I don't yeah. know what it is about that color. Yeah, it's just bad. The, like red lighting. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, there's a reason the silhouette so challenge was red lighting. Yeah, like um, whenever we was doing our uh, like, <laughs> whenever I was trying to concoct a. Uh, a sex playlist. I didn't know where that was going. I was really trying to make sure I worded that carefully. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I legitimately I um like how athletes watch. You know, it, it's a little bit of foreshadow, but if you follow us on uh, social, you'll know what bracket is going to come this weekend. Yeah, not going to spoil anything. But whenever I was trying to think about what would be on that, I legitimately looked up like people like 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 uh, pole dancing. Not stripping, because I think there is a significant difference. Pole dancing is very, very elegant and beautiful. Like, it is very beautiful to watch. And a lot of it was, like, uh, just these girls in their room with, like, red lighting in the background. I was like, this is the peak of my boner. Like, it is so goddamn beautiful. I loved every bit of it, but... I'm thinking of like, I'm not thinking of it, but <laughs> like, is there a reason why more guys don't do that? Like, is it like, is it related to their digging balls? Because mm-hmm. like, I know like a lot of like, well, like a lot of the times when girls like pole dance, they're like wrapped around it. Is mm-hmm. a guy's digging balls like, 
like kind of like a kryptonite to that because like does it make it harder because to me i'm imagining like me wrapped around a pole and my ball sack is just like each ball is on a different side of the pole and i'm just like spinning around it and it gets tangled up and i'm just like kind of stuck to it i don't i don't know i don't think that I don't know. I don't think that girls want to see that as much as guys want to see that. Well, because that plays. Okay, so to me again, I think pole dancing and stripping are a little different to me. Stripping like on a pole, this is like you see at a strip club. But to yeah. me, pole dancing is more like an art form. Still, well, to Who's me, it's not. To see it's it? not for like. Well, again, to me, it's not really like a. Your pole dance, like because like a lot of the pole dancing that I've seen have been like. Like, videos of just people doing it at their home, just kind of, like, showcasing, like, kind of an artistic expression. It's not really for, like, a, oh, I'm a stripper. I'm going to mm-hmm. go do this at a strip club. Yeah. And I'm not discrediting what you're saying. I'm saying I don't think that girls want to see guys, or guys want to see guys do that as much. I There's definitely girls and guys that want to see guys. Yeah. But there's definitely more girls and guys who want to see girls do that. I don't know how many people have this, but I legitimately have a favorite stripping moment. And it's when this one girl, she, she climbs up a pole like 20 feet in the air. And she grabs onto the rafters and starts like, just like fucking twerking. Falls. I'm talking falls straight 20 feet. Everybody gasps. Her co-stripper, who's also on the stage, is like, oh my god. And the girl just turns over and she starts twerking. Like she just, <laughs> like, nothing happened. the show must go on, baby. Like yeah. she just rolls over and just. <laughs> and I'm like Did you just twerk in your seat? Did you just do that? No. Yeah, I'm giving her a round of applause. That was that's that is that is dedication. That's like Leonardo DiCaprio smashing his hand in Django mm-hmm. and just continuing. Yeah. This girl just fell twenty feet, probably like shattered a couple of bones mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh my god, and she just Fucking throws it back. And you're just like, what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, we kind of got away from the main subject for a while. But uh, something else I wanted to talk about because it made me think of the commentary styles. We, we've noticed for a little bit that, like, UFC is pretty biased when yeah. we're talking. It's more noticeable some fights than others. Yeah. But I also... I heard rumors that Max Kellerman was supposed to be a part of it, and he ended up not being out. I was pretty happy about that. There's mm-hmm. there's a certain cast of people that I don't want to hear jack shit from. Like, like I'm talking um, T.I. I don't want to hear what he has to say about anything. Nope. Max Kellerman. I don't care if Max Kellerman was my neighbor, and he was just trying to tell me how the weather felt that day. I don't want to hear his commentary about it. Nothing. I will n- if it's eighty six degrees outside and I see him and he's like, "Oh, it's a you know, it's a nice eighty six degree day." And I'm like, "No, it's not. You said it. I don't care to hear what you fucking yeah. say. I don't want to hear him commentate about jack fucking shit." Yeah. Skip Bayless. Um, there's Skip Bayless. Um, there's there's uh, there's Boozy. I don't want to hear what he has to say about anything. Ja Rule at a time like this. Well, did you hear what Boozy said most recently? No. How uh, hom- uh, homosexuality is forced on kids in today's media. That's stupid. It's pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. 
to me, that just sounds like you have a gay kid and you're like, you're why I have a gay kid. <laughs> yeah. You're upset about it. Yeah. Like, is homosexuality more present in today's media? Yeah. So is straight culture. Yes. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Culture. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, straight but culture like, is a weird way to word it, but I didn't know what else to say. Yes. But, like, you have, like, the new, like, Good Days by SZA. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. I was like, where were you? Yeah. What? Like, you have stuff like that. Like, where... Because I'm assuming... It, you can just, like, blow a load to... I mean, you have, like... I don't want to make the older reference, like, Anaconda. I mean, like, you see... Older? That's not older. that old. It's older. It's not that old. You have, like... What? Like, you have all these videos, yeah. too. If your kid has just happened to be watching... Was it Montreal? Hey, call me by your name. Yeah, call me by your name. Uh, he like, just knows better music. Yeah. Like, that, but, so. It's not because it's forced upon you. Yeah, it's just there. Like, it's just yeah. like, good music's there. Like, if they're listening to the Channel Orange, they just know good music. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say there is, like, some particular things that, like, don't get me wrong, I don't agree with what Boozy said. No. But there is some, like pinpoints where I'm like, okay, if this is what he's talking about, maybe. But, like, um, whenever the director of Loki was like, like, made it a point to be like, yes, Loki is Bob, that's his whole character, that's what he's based off of. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no other way you could go about that. Like, mm-hmm. we, we all know Loki is like a shape-shifting, like, gender-shifting Yeah. Like, Enigma. Like, he just... He, she, whatever Loki actually is, he, just... He's an alligator. He was literally an alligator. Yeah. Like, he just like, shifts. Like, it's not even just gender. Like, it's just... Yeah, anything. like species. Yeah. He, he, he it doesn't matter species. what it is. But to... Like, for the director to specifically be like, oh, their whole thing is based around being bisexual, like... I don't think Loki's whole thing has been based around no. being positive. To me, it's more pansexual, if anything. Yeah. Because he shifts into a lot of different things, species, uh, genders. Yeah. Like, so to me, that kind of annoys me. Mm-hmm. To, to me, that kind of seems like really forced mm-hmm. to be like his whole character is based around being bisexual. When, don't get me wrong, I'm not a, like a... A comic book connoisseur or aficionado. Mm-hmm. I I read comics. I'm not really the most caught up mm-hmm. with comics. I don't know comic book history that well. But like, as far as I know, that's really not true. That's not what Loki's character is based yeah. on. To me, he is a like the most genuine form of like a trickster. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. To me, things like that feel kind of forced. But I don't think I would still ever go to the point of being like. Like, that lifestyle is forced upon kids. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah, because that's just, to me, that's just kind of shitty. And, like, like where it, like, boards into the toxic masculinity yeah. thing of just, like, oh, there's a gay guy on TV. They want my kids to be gay. Like, mm-hmm. no, your kids are just gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I'm sorry if your kids are gay, but I don't think it's Lil Nas X's fault that your kids are gay, dude. No. But, I mean, but, yeah, it, it just it might be. Not like in the I'm in the wrong. He has yeah. posted some pretty bad pictures. Yeah, I'm saying not in like a he weird. He posted some pretty bad pictures. Not no wrong reason. Just <laughs> he just might be the reason your kids are gay. Sure, he made me think about it. <laughs> I had I had to 
You know, I had to recycle some thoughts a couple of times after I watched Call Me By Your Name. You know, but so, you know, boozy. Um, not exactly somebody I want to hear from at all. I'm never at one point thinking about what Joffrey or Boozy has to say about any fucking scenario. Or the baby. Or the baby for like pretty similar reasons. Yeah. Um, T.I., any guy that watches his daughter's hymen, that is not somebody I, at any point, like. That's if, so weird. Yeah. That's, if, if if I ran into T.I. So at a weird. gas station and he was like, oh, you should go to this, this gas station. It's a little bit cheaper down the road. I'd be like, no. Yeah. I'm not doing that. You're weird. You you watch your daughter's hymen to see if she's a virgin still. Like, yeah, it is really That's weird. weird. That's it, a very weird thing. And. Yeah. I don't know. that that I don't know. That's kind of one thing I'm not like. Kind of passive on name calling about because that is that is something that he should be called out for mm-hmm. more. That's a very weird thing to do. Like yeah. I'm not a parent. I don't know what it's like to be a parent, but yeah, I People, can't imagine as a parent I would ever watch anybody's hymen except yeah. maybe my wife. <laughs> this is also weird, but a lot of people call out like Tom Brady for kissing his kids on the lips. But no one calls out Ti, and that's definitely more weird. I think it's how Tom Brady kisses. It his is kids. weird, dude. It's really it's, weird. Um, Tom Brady in that video had already been kissed by his kid, but it was like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. dude, it's brought so them back to kiss him harder. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you yeah. went for round two. Round one wasn't enough for you. You called your kid back for it to to run it back to best two out of three. And I'm like. That's weird. Yeah. No, it's weird, but I feel like the T.I. thing is more weird. Watching your daughter's hymen. It's definitely more weird. It's weird. That's really weird. That's then, a, I will I will, I will, yeah. give you that. That is like yeah. m- like miles weirder. Yeah, but T.I. is definitely called out less than Tom Brady. And it, it's also it. because of the public yeah. stance. Yeah, 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 Tom yeah. Brady is definitely more in the public eye than T.I. is. Yeah, fair. People are just like, oh, this is a weird guy from like Georgia. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know what they do in Georgia, but, like, Tom Brady's a world-class athlete. Like, considered a GOAT in something that he does. A lot of people think he's the GOAT of, like, sports. Oh, of sports? Yeah, like, he's the greatest athlete ever. That was the argument. When I see Tom Brady, I'm I not picturing an athlete. Yeah, that, that's the big debate there, is, like, you don't think of an athlete when you think of a middle-aged white man. But that's really I think what there's a like. lot of sports that I would beat the dog shit out of Tom Brady in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like all, yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie, anything outside of like football and bowling. Yeah, I mean, unless he wants to run routes, I think I'm a better wide receiver than Tom Brady is. Yeah, he did. You know, fumble Brady, it. he's probably a better quarterback than me. <laughs> but yeah, he did fumble that pass in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Arguably the reason they fucking lost. Honestly, maybe the only thing he's better than me in sports is being a quarterback. Or bowling. I could picture him being oddly good at bowling or I bet golfing. He's good at golf. Golfing. He is he is decent at golf. Yeah. yeah. He, he yeah, he's a rich white guy. Yeah. What rich white guy couldn't beat me in bowling? You know, I mean it's yeah. a, that's what rich white guys do. Yeah. But more importantly, off of that, another person that just got added to the list of people I never want to fucking hear their opinion again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you. I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see too much of it. From what I did see, people have like a um, similar stories to me. Mm-hmm. 
Kendrick Perkins. Oh, shit. I thought we were agreeing on this. I had something in mind. What? Chuck. Charles Barkley. Oh, okay. Okay. Did we you did. hear what he said? No. He said he would take Kobe and Jordan over oh, LeBron. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah. I, I didn't know if that's what you were about to go into. I was like, perfect. Did you see what uh, Richard Jefferson said? Back? No. Richard Jefferson said... Hold on, I screenshotted. Yeah. He commented back and said, in all fairness, Chuck, is right. LeBron didn't get drafted to a team with Shaq like Kobe. Cavs never found the Pippen in Braun's first eight years yes. because he was too good. They never drafted hot. P.S. Charles got drafted to a team with Dr. J, Moses Malone, and two other Hall of Famers. I see his point, though. Okay, so um, uh, Charles Barkley even went on further to say that LeBron like has kind of uh, like ruined his legacy. With the, the super with super teams. teams. Yeah. And, and that's why he said what he said. So, Charles, what do you consider Shaq? Do you not consider that a, a, a like a 2000s equivalent of a super team? What do you consider Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen? Do you not a, consider that the equivalent of a, of a 90s super team? Yeah. Here's what do you consider Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. James Worthy to the Lakers? What do you... What do you consider that to Magic Johnson? The people have done that for fucking years. Yeah. And the, you're going to discredit for Le, LeBron for trying to do that to fight other super teams? He's not the inventor of super teams. No. Uh, he, uh, you could say he started his super team because mm-hmm. of the Celtics. And yeah. the Celtics aren't even the curators of super teams. They've been around for as long as time has existed. Like, it's... Like, yeah. as long as the NBA's been around, there's been a thing of, oh, hey, why don't I play with other good players? Yeah. You fucking idiot. Something that and I that's never... That's why you didn't want to ring. Yeah. You Something know? I never Brendan. realized. <laughs> <laughs> but that he said is Jordan had bad seasons. That's why they were able to draft Scottie Pippen. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, uh, well, up until... LeBron was too fucking good in his first eight years that they just couldn't get a good draft pick to help LeBron. Yeah, Richard Jefferson's pretty dope. Isn't that weird? I've never thought about it in that way. So, that kind of leads me more into uh, what I'm about to say about what Kendrick Perkins said. Perfect. Uh, Kendrick Perkins, he brought up the, uh, the, the, the hypothetical of what if right now... Mm-hmm. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kevin Durant was to retire. Whose legacy would prevail more? Oh, what the fuck! And to me, like I, I, uh, to me, I get it. You know, me and you do this podcast. We got to come up with some content. We, we, you know, being on a bigger scale like Kendrick Perkins is, uh, like being a, mm-hmm. a somewhat credible ESPN mm-hmm. analyst. You got to come up with some hot takes. But shut the fuck up, like. Are like how disrespectful is that to Kevin Durant? Yeah, that you're like, oh, uh, whose legacy would live on more if they both retired? Giannis Antetokounmpo, who just won his first Finals, or yeah. Kevin fucking Durant, who's arguably a top five player of all time? Are yeah. you fucking kidding I was, me? I was gonna say easily top five small forwards of all time. Easily, 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 and you're talking like a decent argument for top ten all time. Yeah, top ten, maybe even top five. Giannis is top five, very arguable. 
top five power forwards all time. And it's yes. very and very arguable to the sense that like he hasn't been around that long. And this isn't to discredit Giannis because I yeah. think Giannis's reign has kind of just really started rolling. You know, he just won his first finals. KD's he's, three or four deep. He's younger than Damian Lillard. Yeah, dude, that blew yeah. my fucking mind. Yeah, Damian Lillard needs to figure some shit out soon. But <laughs> yeah, but that that's crazy yeah. to me. He needs to start. Just how thing. young but, Giannis it really is. But how fucking unaware. Is that hypothetical? It's so dumb. To be like, if they retire, like, are you fucking kidding me? It would easily be Kevin Durant. If you like, wanna, it's not even a question. Here's the crazy thing. If you want to completely take out the NBA, Kevin Durant is the highest scoring Olympian now. He just passed Melo. Yeah. Like, yeah. even in just the Olympics, yeah. he's done more than what probably Giannis has ever done. To me, a lot of that falls back to the fact that I, having, you know, um, I'll say this the best way I can, that, that centers in basketball should never be analysts. Centers in basketball don't know basketball. They really don't. You see, it, it's night and fucking day yeah. whenever, like, um, say, uh, whatever fucking show that, like, Ernie, uh, mm-hmm. Kenny, Chuck, yeah. and Shaq are on. Yeah. It is night and day whenever you see... Shaq half assly talk about his uh, take or opinion, and then they have like a guest star on, and it's like Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade's like, No, I actually see the fucking floor. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of a general in this shit, and yeah. you're down there to collect rebounds. Yeah. And oops. Yeah. Like, that's what you're there for. Yeah. So that's why you see why like, Shaq, be- Shaq, Kendra Perkins become. Analyst, and you see like Kerr become a fucking coach. You see yes. Jason Kidd become a coach. Yeah. Why the fuck is like Shaq? I get it. He's probably more personality than like like accurate. Yeah. Analysis because I mean Shaq is a likable guy. You know he's got he's got a good personality to carry a show like that. But like, what the fuck are you analyzing, dude? You caught lobs from Kobe. Like, okay, Shaq's good. <laughs> Shaq's, Shaq's a fucking great, arguably the best center of all time. Yeah. But I don't think you should analyze Jack shit, you know? Yeah. Because, like, and, in, in to a much more degree, Kendrick Perkins. Why are you analyzing? I feel like Kendrick Perkins has had some, which isn't to discredit anyone, especially you, because I think that all of them have had some good takes. Yeah, you're bound to make a couple. Exactly. Yeah. But they all have had a lot more bad if you're a center. Yeah. Like, yeah. almost statistically, you have more bad than good if you're a center. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're getting at more than just like, oh, they've never had good takes. Yeah, more they than have. like they're centers, they're retards. Yeah, but like, like they really have had good takes. We've um, agreed with yeah, Shaq one a couple times. Yeah. But that's it, just a couple times. Because <laughs> I really don't think centers have the most accurate description of shit. I don't and think they really and like Charles Barkley, a power forward. Maybe you don't have the most accurate take on shit because, uh, and maybe someone who never actually played Le- with LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron would eat your fucking ass <laughs> in a game. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? You dominated an era where you was athletic mm-hmm. for a fat guy that was six seven. Yeah, LeBron is arguably the peak of athleticism at six eight. Yeah. At like, six eight, even he, taller, <laughs> he would take your fucking lunch yeah. money, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? You sir, you did good and still didn't want a goddamn ring in an era where that was acceptable. That's mm-hmm. not anymore. 
If you don't win a ring, you're arguably like written off as or maybe a you're Glenn Davis. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're, maybe you're just a fat guy on a good team, but yeah. Charles, you're, you couldn't carry a, a good team nowadays. Yeah. You put. I mean, I, I think you honestly put him on today's Suns. They yeah. still want to beat the fucking Bucks. So yeah, because that's weird to think about too. If you don't win a championship in today's league, you're probably like you're almost talked out of the Hall of Fame. Almost. Yeah, when back then it was more acceptable that it was like uh, only the best teams. Yeah, there's only like one or two teams for like the next decade that's going to win, and yeah. that's kind of how things are. But because like people were talking about Giannis, they're like, if he doesn't win a ring, he has to leave and get ring chase from here yeah. on. They were talking Lillard. They're like, he is arguably the second best scorer, maybe third in the league. Yeah, behind only KD and Curry, yeah. and if he doesn't win a ring. Which it, his team doesn't look like it's ever going to. They're like he has to leave. He yeah. has to fucking leave, and that's kind of fucking crazy. Yeah, but then back then you had like John Stockton, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Patrick yeah. Ewing that never won jack fucking shit. Yeah, and they're talking about like the goats in their respective positions, and you're yeah. like, how true is that? Because in today's standards, they wouldn't be much more than just a stepping stone for most people that proved how good they are. Yeah. Like, how good is really other people that are considered Hall of Famers people even talking that about how let good the of, same exact team win for six out of ten years in a single decade? Yeah, people were talking about that, like Westbrook. He might go down as the best Hall of Famer that's never won a championship until he went to the Lakers. Now people are like, he might actually win one. I hope he does, man. I do too. I hope that team fucking wins. And, I'm, you know, you've heard me call Westbrook like a stat stuffer on this uh, podcast. I don't think that's not true. And I'll say, I'm not changing that. I I don't hate the guy, though. And I genuinely hope he wins a title. And the fact that if he wins a title, as as far as this year is concerned, it's going to be with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Melo. I I am super rooting for him. Yeah. I'll never not root for Melo. Yeah. I really want Melo to win. God damn it. I want (laughs) Melo to win a fucking ring. Holy shit, I want Melo to win anything. We're just talking about the Olympics. That dude is a multi-Olympic gold medalist. He was the highest the, scorer ever until just until this. Yeah, until just fucking now. Yeah, but but goddamn um, that again to uh, kind of bring things back around. You know, we we talked about how like Conor McGregor got us into uh, MMA and Ho. We just talked about uh, people like LeBron, like KD. Uh, what I wonder is that if you met like your like idol or favorite celebrity, do you think they like you? I'm gonna go like sports celebrities since we're kind of talking sports. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they dislike me. Who is it? Who, my who favorite? My favorite athlete. It doesn't have an athlete. Just, just I'm just saying, like, favorite You're thinking Dennis Rodman? Dennis Rodman. Yeah. My favorite current athlete is Stephon Diggs. I don't know if Diggs would like me. He, he, Why? I don't... He seems like he really likes someone who, like... He, he seems like someone who really works hard. He lost in the playoffs, yeah. and he watched the entire um, celebration. He watched their entire celebration just to get motivated. Like, I wouldn't be that guy. Yeah. And I think that he likes people who, I assume, he likes people like him who would work super fucking hard and, like, 
take that shit personal. Like he has like almost the Jordan mentality mm-hmm. of the the uh, the NFL. But his I, accomplishments, it's a little. Oh, it's way different. But so what, what about Robin? I don't have the how how you and uh, Rodzilla getting along. I think Dennis Robin likes everyone. I mean, he got he yeah he was raised by a racist family and likes them. And later on in life, in all fairness, raised as a relative, but he moved in and lived with a racist family and got along with them and kind of talks good about them. Like I think that he just likes everyone. I, I don't think that Dennis Rodman's someone who's like, oh, I hate this person. You're really not going to talk about his strong friendship with the North Korean dictator. Yeah, as, as an example of you. I mean, I, I really figure that at least be on the dot. Yeah, like I, the, I think that Dennis Rodman likes everyone. So I think that if I met Dennis Rodman... <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about the North Korean dictator for a second. Yeah. What about you? Um, Mike Tyson, is he liking you? Is Mike Tyson liking me? I don't think I have a lot to offer Mike Tyson in the realm of like a back and forth about like personal experiences. I'm also 24. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe that's yeah. part of it. But I don't think he hates me. I don't think we're, like, best friends. But yeah. I don't think he just absolutely hates me. Yeah. But on the music side of things... Okay. Who's your favorite music celebrity? Tyler. Oh, Tyler, yeah. I don't think Tyler likes me. And it's because something I saw very recently... Mm. He was talking about people's small bubbles. Mm. And he was talking about, he was like, you know, you see <clears throat> comments online, like somebody like just drops an album. He's like, nine out of ten people will be like, oh, I fucking hate that album. <clears throat> they'll go tell somebody else that like, and they haven't even listened to the album, but they'll just be like, oh, it's not getting good reviews. Like, it's not good. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, that'll go further and further, but he's like, <clears throat> that person who dropped the album, the people that he cl- that he clicks with, his fame base loves it. Yeah, like loves it to fucking death and are willing to die for it. Yeah, but he was like this person that is spreading the fact that people that like other people don't like it. He was like, "Do you know how small your actual bubble is?" Yeah, he was like, "You tell this to you and your eight friends who have pretty much the same ideology on everything." Yeah. And he's like, you just think that's how the world thinks. Hmm. I am very much like that. Yeah. What he just described, I am a very, like, first player set yeah. of mine. Like, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll see something, and it's like, oh, uh, Polo G's album's number one in the world. And I'm like, how? I didn't listen to it. Like, you know, like, I, yeah. I'm just very much like, I don't know anybody that listened to it. Mm-hmm. But it's more of the, like, my bubble is very small. Yeah. You know, whether that, like, I don't follow a bunch of people on Twitter. I don't even get on Twitter that much. I, you know, I'm not really on Instagram. We have our uh, Jamin account, and I don't really follow people. So, mm. my bubble is pretty fucking small. Yeah. And everything, everything I hear or think, I'm just like, well, I don't know about that. I don't know how many people listen to that. I don't hear anybody talking throughout the day, but that's because I don't talk to that many people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is... One of a couple things that I think, like, Tyler just genuinely would not like about me. Yeah. So, it, it kind of hurts me to say that, but yeah. I, I don't I don't think Tyler would like me. Having said that, I am going to see him whether he likes it or not <laughs> next year. And I'm super excited about that. <laughs> I 
I don't care if he likes it. <laughs> I don't care if he likes me. <laughs> I cannot wait to see him perform anything from uh, Call Me If You Get Lost. That's me so fucking cool. But Tyson? Oh. I don't know. How- My favorite musician, Kanye, just by the people he hangs out with, I'm nothing like any of them. Uh, well, I honestly, I don't think he would like you. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. And I don't think you'd like him. I don't know. Dude, he seems so superficial. It just like arrogant and just, no. I'm not against it. Yeah, but I think it's different when it's that degree. Like, I think, I think really the superficial side of things would just, I, I, and again, I you know, know the him. whole, like. I don't fucking know him. Yeah. But. You, you know the whole, like. Expression like, don't meet your idols? Yes. I think it's because, like, people hold their idols to higher standards. I think that that's kind of, like, the universal reason of it. Yeah. I love when an artist, even if I, like, barely like them. Like, let's say, like, IDK, who just dropped an album that was a more, like, centric around his life. I love hearing stuff like that. Like, I love hearing people open up about who they actually are. Yeah. And be more like themselves. So, I don't think that I would have that problem. I kind of know what I'm getting into when I meet my idol. At least I feel that way. That's probably what a lot of people think too. Because when, you, when yeah. you say the term idol, people are probably like oh I know them. Like I like yeah. I idol, literally idolize them. But yeah. when they meet them, it's a different thing. Like when you go to meet certain people, like certain celebrities, you're probably like, like if somebody's favorite celebrity was like Michael Jordan, they're probably like, oh I know he's arrogant. I know he's well, probably a prick. But then they meet him, and he's just like, don't get these fucking kids near me. And you're like, oh, like, okay. Yeah, I also think about it as, like, if you're, like, my favorite person in the entire world's a comedian, and then you meet him, and you're like, he wasn't even funny. Like, it's kind of different. Yeah. You're talking about somebody's persona. Yeah. Like, because, like, a comedian I think that's is kind not of a... musicians, too. Well, no, because, like, a comedian, like... That's their just day job is just like being funny. So that doesn't mean they necessarily always walk around with that. But yeah. when you talk about other people, you're talking about like them being a decent human being. And a lot of that is probably not like reached well. Like, mm-hmm. do you think like on that future? Who's... I think I know exactly how future is. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the people are just yeah. gonna kind of be pieces of shit. Like, uh, I can't remember which. Uh, I think it was John Mulaney, mm-hmm. a stand-up comedian, who talked about that. Like, whenever he was writing for SNL, he worked with different artists. Like, uh, I can't remember the exact bands, but like people who have been rock stars, famous for mm-hmm. decades. And he was like, he met them, and they was just like, "Hey, go get me a water." And he was like, he was like, he was like, it's shitty that that was their. Thought process because he's like I literally walked in there as a writer to talk mm-hmm. with them about some of the skits and they thought I was just supposed to be their water bitch. Yeah, but he was like, also, what am I supposed to expect about this person who's literally had other people at their like beck and paw for years? Like, yeah. this is a guy who's been on top for years and is used to people treating him like that. So he's like, really, I don't know what I expected out of that, but I'm assuming that personality is going to be pretty common with a lot of people yeah i also just came to the realization all my like favorite of like pretty much everything kind of bowls or what cornballs no <laughs> but they all kind of have that same like almost mj mentality yeah 
Well, I really respect that mentality. I don't yeah. carry that personally throughout anything I've ever done, yeah, ever, and I don't think, will ever do. <laughs> and I don't think that those people would like me because I don't have that mentality. Well, yeah, because, because a lot of those people lead to, like, crazier careers or stories because of that mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you don't get, like, like somebody like Earl Clark who is known for having a good, like, career at mm-hmm. Louisville, but then when he got to the NBA, coaches basically pretty much said, like, you can tell he got to the NBA and that's all he wanted to do and he's kind of gave up. Yeah. Compared to people like Kobe, who got to the NBA and who is on the road waking up at 2 in the morning to play basketball. Wow. Yeah. Like, and not even just during the NBA season, like, <clears throat> during the Olympics. Yeah. You know, he's up at 2 a.m. playing, like, you know, shooting around yeah. and shit. People like, who, like, the silver medal isn't enough. There's going to be better stories for people that actually yeah. care about what they fucking do. Yeah. You know, so. For me, winning, like, a bronze medal would be, like, the craziest fucking thing I could even imagine. Yeah, and I, I probably wouldn't work that hard for it. And other people, like, if they won a bronze medal, it'd be the worst day of their life. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I'd be like, that's neat, you know. I'd be like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of, uh, you know, our celebrities and uh, our favorite artists and shit, do you have a song of the week? No. No, I do. Okay. Um, I was about to say, I was like, well, shit, that was a lot quicker. Um, yeah, I got the song Throwback by Usher featuring Jadakiss. Wow. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Usher. Weirdly enough, this one was the Jadakiss feature, which... He just did the verse battle, and a lot of people were saying like he has the best versus battle. Which shout out to him. Who? I don't even fucking know. Yeah, no one's even bringing up who he's who is against. I haven't. It must have been pretty good if people just don't even say the other guy's name, like Voldemort. Yeah, because almost universally, people were being like, "Jadakiss dropped sixty-two in the Madison Square Garden." Like they're like, "He, he what? He dropped sixty-two. Like oh, weeks. okay, okay, yeah. okay. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. I was like, what? I was like, what's the versus battle in? Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. but that's kind of like what I've seen across the board. Yeah, and Charlemagne said top five Madison Square Garden performance. performances ever. I was like, holy okay. shit, that's crazy. Charlemagne he, has some bold. outlandish opinions. Yeah, that's bold. Charlemagne is from New York, though, so... It's bold, but... Him saying is a top five Madison uh, Square yeah. Garden performance? That's... Yeah. That's I've, something from, a, like, a true New Yorker. Even though he does, to me, have some outlandish fucking it, opinions. He's a wild boy. Well, if you're on the radio that long, you're bound to have some outlandish opinions, but, like, the dude's New York, so, I mean... It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I kind of respect that. Yeah. And honestly, it's not even because of Jadakiss that this is my song of the week. I've just been listening to a lot of Usher, and it just yeah. happened to work out that both of these things. That'd be like if us, if we was like, man, that's like a top five KFC Young <laughs> performance, you know? And they're like, damn, those boys are Kentucky. They know a KFC Young Center performance. as a top five horse in the derby ever. <laughs> What's your song of the week? Mine is uh, Mr. Lonely by uh, Midland. Yeah, not by Akon. Yeah, I was really expecting Akon there. Yeah. No, it's a, it, it's a country song. Actually, quite the opposite. But Yeah, I don't even know if I know it. Yes, you do. I, I think you've played it, but... You know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Lonely, Mr. Good Time, yeah. one yeah, you yeah. want to call on a Saturday night when yeah. you're lonely. Yeah, you know the song. I actually heard of that song for the first time in an Ace Hardware store. 
I I swear to God, I never thought I'd walk into Ace Hardware and whip out Shazam. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it happened, and it's a good God, song. So yeah, goddamn, do I love out. that song? Yeah, I was about to say we kind of had the same era of music, but nope, no. not at fucking all. Not even close. <laughs> yeah, yep. this song was from 2019 by white guys. Yeah, in the country genre. So yeah, yeah. wow. Me and you, we just were different. <laughs> Built different. Built different. We hit different. So, do you got one more before we go? Yeah. Well, I'm going to interrupt you. So, before this... <laughs> okay. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, what? Follow us on Instagram. Turn on the bell notification. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to Coach, uh, Cam. Coach Cam for letting us use his music. It's a big deal to us that he lets us do that. Yeah. The intro slaps. And that. I thought you were going to say sucks. No. I thought you were going to say sucks. I was like, dude, I like it, but goddamn, we should talk about it. It's a different time. No, it slaps. It's like we're recording. No, motherfucker. It slaps. Fuck. Cut. God damn it. Like, this is when you want to bring it up. All right, but this last topic, let's go with it. Are you sure you don't want to interrupt me again or say. I or do say Cron and Rex. You don't. You don't have anything else you want to just oh, interrupt I'm, me with. I'm sorry. I want to introduce introduce us. Do you? No. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> okay. I'm so interrupting you again. What I wanted to ask because you are pretty mellow by a lot of standards. Okay. I want to know what is like the top thing without thinking too hard into it. What is the one thing you can think of that like sets you over the fucking edge? Every time, like, it's a consistently something that just aggravates the piss out of you. I can only think of this because it's... Well, no. I was going to say because it's recent, but no, it's always happening. Traffic. Traffic will put me... I just, like, over the edge so quick. Yes. (laughs) I just drive off the edge every goddamn time. (laughs) Like, I am... There's almost no scenario where I'm like, I'm going to fight this person. Yeah. Driving for more than 30 minutes, I'm like, I'm ready to just pull over and fight anyone who wants to fight at this point. Yeah. Really, like, day to day, I I will take, like, a decent amount of shit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to driving, if there is somebody in the far left lane going the speed limit, yeah. I'm willing to fight them. Yeah. Like, there is... There's almost no other walk of life or scenario where I'm so quick, where I'm ready to beat the dog piss out of this person going the legal limit. The number one thing that'll piss me off is if there's a shit ton of traffic, I'm like to the point where I have to stop. Yes. And we keep going. I finally get through all this traffic and it was because there was a wreck on the other side of the lane. Everyone just slowed down to look at it, and it caused us to stop traffic. You get all the way there, you know, you've been checking GPS for a while, and it just shows up red, and then you're like, oh, fuck, there must have been a wreck. And then you get there, and it's actually on the other side of things, and you just see some fucking dipshits are just like, ooh, what's going on? (laughs) Go home. (laughs) Go the fuck home. Who the fuck cares? If you want to know so bad, pull over. Get off the road. Yeah. Let us drive past it. If you're so interested, Help why me. don't you get in a wreck? Why don't you wreck into the nearest telephone pole so you have something to fucking stare at, you piece of shit? Like, I, I, 
I don't. I I hate so much being on the road. Yeah. With people like that, I just hate being on the road. Honestly, because of other people, the road is genuinely my least favorite place to be. Because like, throughout life, there's been a couple things that have consistently pissed me off. And like, whenever I was a teenager, it was usually video games. Yeah. Like video games piss me off. I cannot tell you how many controllers I have broken throughout my entire life or PSP consoles. I was say you snapped an entire PSP. Yeah, a couple times. Um, I think I have went through four PSP consoles in mm-hmm. my life, but yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that shit would piss me off, and like my parents would get on me because they would hear me like cussing in my room. Yeah, but then my mom went off on my dad because he said something to me, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Why are you saying stuff?" You used to, like, bite the PlayStation <laughs> wires. And I was like, what did you fucking do? He would do that what? while, and, and say, you know my dad, you've met yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He would do that while he was playing Zelda. He played Zelda. I can't, hold the hold on. Yeah, a lot, I'm sorry, yeah, a lot of that, things just thrown your way. Him I'm sorry. Zelda, crazy. Dude, I I, I would have... If you've watched any episode other than this one, you you know Rex's dad is a big, strong, tough guy who goes to the Like, masculine. Yeah, He's, like, kind of your stereotypical, like, born in the 70s, toxic masculinity, just built fucking guy. So playing Zelda is just as crazy. I figured that was something that, like, if I was playing Zelda around him, he'd be like, what are you playing, you fucking nerd? You know? Like, something like that, you know? Yeah. But he used to bite the wires on the old PlayStation controls that, like, hooked directly into the PlayStation when he would get mad. Just break the controller. I know. I'm like, right, like, whenever I get mad, like, at the old, even though the old PlayStation controls are, I just fucking smash them in my yeah. hand or throw them on the ground or yeah. something. Just break the controller. Yeah, I was like, you bite when you're mad? I'm even thinking about it in the crazier way, a $60 controller or a $250 game system. I was like, what are you, a Tasmanian devil? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, why biting? are you biting it? Even if he, even if you said he bit the controller, that's... He bit the wires. Like he a bit the wire with the control. He's just, just buying the fucking wire. Yeah. God damn. Like Dude, I've seen like means, people have to like get rid of their playing. chargers because of like their cat is nibbling at the wires, yeah. and that's what he's doing when he gets Dude. pissed off at Zelda. He's, Dude, like, <laughs> he's playing it, which they are wired controllers, so you're sitting a little closer than probably yes. we were. All right. That so, would probably piss me off too. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it's, hey, it's been. You, have you played with a wire controller? Yes, it's been so long. It's so frustrating. Yeah, it's been so long. Your setup, but is, but I can't imagine you get pissed and you want to just fucking smash in your hand, but it pulls out of the goddamn thing whenever you do it. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> so so he didn't do that. He would gently sit the controller down, get up, walk or run, who knows, over to the system, move the system out. And bite the wires of the system. You know what I think that is? I think that's training. I think he lived with my mom for a while at that point, and he would hear her complain about him, like, screaming or, mm-hmm. like, hitting controllers. So he was like, God damn, I'm so angry, but if I say something, she's going to bitch, so I'm just... <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I really think that's what that was. I think he just trained himself to the point where, like... What am I going to do? <laughs> you know? What's the most silent thing I can do to destroy something right now? Biting. Bite it. There is so many scenarios where I've been mad and biting has never been a... No. Like, that's never been an outlet for me. Like, 
I remember throwing, um, punching. Yeah, like the little in- inside car lights. Yeah. I remember I've gotten so pissed that I just literally punched straight in the <laughs> air and I knocked the car lights down. I because I literally looked around. I was like, "What am I going to fucking punch?" I was like, "Something." I was like, "Something's going to fucking get it." I just punched straight in the fucking air like Superman going out of the phone booth, and I just knocked down the goddamn lights. And you usually so it's like punch straight to the steering wheel, punch straight like I, hammer fist down onto the. <laughs> The fucking console, is that what it's called? <laughs> I have done both of those, yeah. and that's why I can't do that anymore. Oh, so they're both fucked up? Um, my <laughs> steering wheel is bent. <laughs> my steering wheel is bent from where I've punched it, and I was like, okay, I can't do that anymore, because at that point, I'll probably, like, I'll, I'll probably, like, sprain my wrist when yeah. I go to, like, hit a sharp curve. <laughs> and I was like, so, fuck it, I'll punch my console when I get mad. I had to buy, um... I had to buy a, a sticky Velcro yeah. for it to stay down now. I remember whenever you would drive, your fucking middle console would sit up. Yes. So you would always drive. Yeah, because it, I broke the thing. Yeah, but you'd always, it. you'd always drive and you'd lean on it. Yes. And then so it would stay down. So now I bought Velcro for it to stay down. So now if I want my middle console, I have to go. <laughs> and it just tears open. So yeah, now, you know, I, I'm so working on the roof the of my car. <laughs> I'm working on taking the top off of my car. <laughs> Dude, when you when you run out of that, the only next thing is either like... Selling it. Oh. Well, I was yeah. gonna, the back seat, you're going to just turn around and start fucking punching the back seat. Either that, or I'm going to start picking up hitchhikers. <laughs> <laughs> Beating their ass. <laughs> Something's going to happen, I'm going to look at my steering wheel and be like, nope. And then my console, nope. Nope, the top is off. <laughs> stare at the hitchhiker. Dude, you're fucking gonna... hammer fist up. <laughs> damn, God damn it. You're going to start like, cutting people off in traffic to just be like, pull over so you can fight them. <laughs> I'm going to get cut off in traffic and I'm like, where's a goddamn hitchhiker? <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to pull up like, you You want a goddamn ride? I'm like, yeah. Get in. <laughs> get in, I'm beating his ass. <laughs> I beat the fuck out of him. But no, it's genuinely, like, one of the only places where I experience, like, true, like, unbridled fucking anger. And it's just anything, when it comes to driving, just sets me the fuck off. Like, I have, like, I'll say most walks of life, like, I'm not usually that close to, like, getting in a fight. But anytime I'm driving, I am so goddamn close to getting in a fight. Like, at every point, like, I cannot tell you how many times that, like, you know, like... Maybe at the store something similar has happened. Like somebody just like jumps like in front of me or just like like shuts a door on me and I'm just like, oh well. Yeah. But if I'm driving and somebody cuts me off, I have been so quick to just like point out the window and just like pull the fuck over. Just point to the side. Yeah, I'm yep. ready to fucking kill you. <laughs> like over anything that fucking happens. Well, I am so goddamn ready. I also think that... I'm a big it is what it is guy in normal life, but when it comes to driving, that's there's so never crazy. There's never one thing. Yeah, I never get like cut off. Yeah, and then they're like flying by, and then like it. No, they cut me off, and then they slam on their brakes because they're going slower than me. Yeah, or like it's always fifteen things happen in a row in driving where I'm like that's that it that therapy cannot prepare you for I was like I'm I, gonna fucking snap right I swear, here I've brought it up before how like yeah. the motto I'd love to live by is it is what it is yeah swear to god 
even it's in my notes uh, yeah. talking about uh, it is what it is dilemma. Yeah, and it's because of driving. Yeah, like there's there's no there's no blood pressure medicine that can take care of that. But driving it isn't. It is what it is because, because there's just so many different scenarios of just like people being pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, and you're just like you you know you're just driving. Uh, say you're driving in the fast lane and somebody's in the lane right beside you and it's just like a two lane thing and somebody makes it a point to cut you off and you're just like oh, okay they're just speed demons I get that mm-hmm. but because uh, they're just trying to go around the person in front of them you think no. but they cut you off at the speed of fucking light and then just stay right beside the person that was in front of them and you're just like Wow. <laughs> now I'm stuck behind two fucking assholes. What are the odds? Yeah. You know? It's like, why did you do all that? Yeah. Like, or people that are just even turning out of roads and they just fucking whip out at like 80 miles per hour and then they just go flirty. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? There's so, no reason. There's nothing else you could have done. You could have just waited two more seconds. There's nobody behind me, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the thing is driving, there isn't one thing. It's always, even if it is one thing, like they cut you off, there's another thing of them going slow once they cut you off. Like, there's always multiple things. And what's what pisses me off is it's usually not just on the road when it happens. There's usually a series of events, like, say, like, you're leaving for work in the morning, like, you wake up a little bit later, uh, the alarm clock didn't go off, mm-hmm. uh, the, the fucking toaster burns your fucking waffle for whatever goddamn reason decided to. Yeah. Um, you're walking past something, your belt loop just gets caught in it, it pulls you back, and you're just like... <sighs> yeah. You're like, oh, it! <laughs> like, I am so ready to just fucking murder somebody. Yeah. Doesn't matter and, what you're holding, you drop it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a series of events, and then you get onto the road, and then that's when shit starts happening. Like, you're about to drive through a green light like a normal pedestrian would, but then still some asshole that's turning left is just like, oh, I missed a red light by two minutes. I'm still going to pull out in front of you. And you're just like, ooh, today. Today it has to fucking happen. But on any other day, things would go perfectly fine. But mm-hmm. the fact that things are not going right today means things are not going to go right on the goddamn road. It means the road is awful. You're and running a little late, traffic. Traffic that you've never seen on the same road that you went, you go on every day. Today, backed up to the point where you can't even move. If there is the slightest chance of rain that day... Five wrecks. There's going to be five wrecks before a a drop of rain hits the goddamn road. Yeah. Because people are already freaking the fuck out. They don't know how to fucking drive. And that's coming from me, somebody that has a rear-wheel drive car. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, learn how to fucking drive under those conditions. Yeah. It, it blows my mind that just like so many people, if there's a if the smallest amount of just water on the goddamn road, I sixty five is backed up like four hundred miles. Like you're you're not going to go anywhere that day no. if it's raining. No, if it, if it's raining, I just know that now my day's ruined. I'm late everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> if I want to go anywhere, I'm late. Yeah. If I want to walk next door, I'm going to be late. Like yeah. it's everything, and it is. Easily the thing that pissed me off the most, followed by, I'm not going to say old people. I have very, I yeah, have yeah, very yeah. clearly yeah. why old people piss me off, and it's also kind of a tribute to what we just talked about. Old mm-hmm. people on the road piss me off they're, beyond belief. It's usually why I'm pissed yeah, off. On they're the road. usually the cause of everything we said. It is usually whenever like 
something's happening, uh, like one car is just slowing up traffic so much, and I finally get by them. It's usually some old fucking piece of shit mm-hmm. that should have been dead, like, you know, like before Elvis was. But... But the other thing? The other thing that's on my mind is people who touch you when they talk to you. I hate it. So, God, I don't mean it in a rape way. <laughs> I, I, I mean somebody that, like, walks up to you and talks to you and grabs your shoulder yeah. as they're talking to you. Yeah. Pisses me off beyond belief. It, it like... Wow. It, 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 it legitimately almost gives me, like, an anxiety attack of someone, like, walking up to me and touching me when they yeah. talk to me. I'm like, why do you have to fucking touch me? Yeah. Like, can you not say what you was about to say without, like, fucking grabbing my shoulder or, just, like, trying to shake my shoulder? Like, I'm not a small guy. I'm 250 pounds. I shouldn't have somebody walk up to me and shake me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And some people just feel like they fucking need to touch you when they talk to you. I don't get it. I hate it so goddamn much. It it irritates me so fucking bad. Because usually it's, like, meant in friendlier ways. Because... But even when it's not, I think it's a lot worse when it's someone you really don't know, and they yeah. walk up to you, and they're just like, how's everything going? And they just fucking drop their hand on your shoulder, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a scenario you. where it's okay. Or, like, uh, I don't know if you ever had any friends that would, like, like hit you, slap. Or just, like, walk up and just, like, act like they're putting you in a chokehold, and hey, what's oh, up? Yeah. And you're just like... What the fuck? Get the fuck off me. Yeah. Like, are you hazing me? What the yeah. fuck are you doing to me? Get the fuck off of me. Like, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. To me, there's not really in, any scenarios where you need to talk to me and touch me. Yeah. Like, I I have honestly done that if I'm describing a very specific circumstance. Yeah. And I will legitimately apologize to people and be like, hey, I'm not a touchy talker, but to explain to you what I'm about to tell you... I need to, like, kind of yeah, yeah, touch yeah. you. Yeah. But, holy fucking shit, I hate it. I hate it so much. I cannot... I cannot think of something else that I would rather somebody else do to me, or rather not do to me, except dunking on me, I think. Now that I think about it, I think dunking on... Like, getting dunked on is probably the worst thing that could happen to me. Like, I'd rather get... I, I, please don't hold me to it. <laughs> I'd rather get shot up like 50 Cent than somebody dunk on me. Do you get what I mean, yeah, though? I do get what you Getting mean. dunked on is like... I, I'd honestly... <laughs> I'd honestly rather get in a fight and in an Arby's parking lot and somebody spit on me oh. than somebody to dunk on me. Getting dunked on is disrespectful. Getting dunked on is... Not just disrespectful, because at the end of the day, you're just like, oh, you know, we're both basketball players. We do what we got to do. I would dunk on him. But, like, it's one of the most, like, public forms of embarrassment. You know? Like, yeah. um, this is actually probably prevalent on my mind because of another fucking Frenchman. Um, <laughs> do you remember what Vince Carter did to a French guy in the Olympics? I didn't know that was French, but, yeah. He was a French guy. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, shout out. America again, yeah. you know, or like body Frenchman. <laughs> but, um, so he dunked on that seven foot two guy. That guy had been like drafted by the New York Knicks. People were like, 
why are you drafting him instead of a like local born Ron Artest? Well, again, didn't know that until yeah. very recently. So you know, the dude had like good prospects. He was seven foot two. You know, he was like, "This is gonna be my year. I'm gonna kill it." He goes into Olympics, plays for France, gets crammed on, just jumped over like yeah. the cow jumped over the moon. But Vince Carter just clears him like a hurdle. Yeah. The Knicks never call him back. I didn't know that. He like he actually talked about it. the Knicks never called him back, and in the French media, they called it the dunk of death. You know, we weren't. Oh my god, we weren't really like you know as like I guess pop culturally aware at yeah. like whenever that happened because it's been some years. I'd say yeah. well over a decade ago that that happened. Yeah, but yeah, French media dubbed that the dunk of death. That's fucking wild. Yeah. And so that, like... <laughs> I mean, I can imagine Vince Carter knew this when he went to attempt what he did. He ruined that man's life. <laughs> he ruined his fucking career. That guy has never played in the NBA since. Never got called back from the Knicks. And he is just kind of literally the poster child of getting posterized in yeah. France. So I guess at the end of the day, my, my message is to just... Be grateful if you haven't got dunked on in a very public setting. Like, even in any setting. In any setting, really, because, like, I played I played high school ball for, you know, four years. I mean, you know, that's what you're I supposed played, to do at high school. I played high school ball for six years. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Zion Williamson. There's no way he was only there four years. But, um, but I mean, yeah, I, I, w- I played center, and I was, like, six foot max when I played ball there and, like, you know, we was going against people who was, like, legitimate collegiate, like, D1 prospects that were, like, 6'8", 6'10". And my biggest accomplishment is never getting dunked on. Yeah, that's a good one. I never let that shit happen. Like, I damn near ruined a guy's entire career for trying to dunk on me. And, like, this dude, uh, they, they passed in the ball, he cut down... And he legitimately was just jumping up from uh, from the lower block and threw his arm back like he was LeBron. Mm-hmm. And I was right there. So I ran up, grabbed him by his fucking forearm, and didn't stop pulling it down until it got to the ground. I pulled, oh my yeah. God. I mean, dude, he was decently in the air. Like, whenever I grabbed his arm, he was, like, here. Which is... Yeah, like, I mean, that's taller than me. Like, like his yeah. arm was already, like, 6'3 in the air. Yeah. So, I grabbed his arm and pulled it down and didn't fucking stop until I got to the ground. God, like, you are not fucking dunking on me. <laughs> and I was like, that's fine. I'm going to get kicked out. I get it. I'd kick me out, mm-hmm. too. Dude's not going to dunk on me. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, like, uh, uh, flagrant one. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I can live with that. I'll do much worse next time if he does it again. <laughs> I fucking promise. <laughs> like, he's not going to do it. I promise. <laughs> but... No, I did shit like that all the time. Like, there was this guy, like, 6'8". He had already dunked multiple times in the game. And I was guarding him down low. And he grabs it, turns, and, like, brings it behind his head. I, like, I take so much advantage of his open abdomen. Yeah. <laughs> and I just fucking shove him three feet back. And I'm like, no. Like, it's not fucking happening. Like, I you don't can't. care. Yeah. I was like, I don't care if I have to pull, like, a shank out of my back pocket. Like, you're not dunking on me, dude. I fucking promise. I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting looked at as a six foot tall center by any D1 school. Yeah. So 
if you think you're dunking on me, I have nothing to lose right now, dude. I will fucking slit your throat. You are not dunking on me. I fucking if I can reach your throat, I promise I would slit it. You are not dunking on me. In any scenario, I don't care if we just go down to the fucking uh, go down to the park and play ball. You're not dunking on me. Death, taxes, and not dunking on me are the only things guaranteed in life. Yeah, I guarantee that. <laughs> You're more likely to not pay taxes than you are to fucking dunk on me, I promise. Shaq's not dunking on me if he wants to keep all his limbs. <laughs> I, I fucking guarantee it. I, I am not getting paid to. I am not Sean Bradley. I am not on an NBA <laughs> roster. I am not getting paid to just let like Tracy McGrady dick me in the face. And so it's not happening, dude. I play for Bullet Central. <laughs> I'm not I'm not playing collegiate ball anywhere. So good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck dunking on me, dude. You know? <laughs> That's to anybody really. <laughs> That's to your little brother whenever we play ball. <laughs> That's a good luck to anybody. Not a threat, <laughs> per se, but... It might be. Yeah, I, I'm just letting you know what could happen. Just, it's a warning, yeah. really, you know? Like, it's not guaranteed to happen if you know better. You know? If you if you have any sense, yeah. it won't happen. That's right. <laughs> oh, they got me worked up. Really nervous. Because, man, was I worried about genuinely getting dunked on by, like, getting caught by surprise in high school. Because mm-hmm. I think that was genuinely the only way I was going to get dunked on is if, like, somebody didn't tell me somebody was cutting to the basket and they just fucking jump mm-hmm. on my back. Who? That's happened to a couple of my teammates. And, boy, did I laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just. I make sure to call them once a week just to make fun of them. <laughs> what What's the equivalent in other sports? Like, cause, like, you know, I mean, granted, and like, getting knocked out on TV's gotta be bad. Getting knocked out is definitely like the boxing or UFC equivalent. Getting hurdled in football, hurdled is probably up there. I was thinking getting it's, like, it's. I still don't think it even measures to getting dunked on, especially whenever you hit no. the rare combo of getting hurdled and dunked on. <laughs> but, but I don't uh, really know what in yeah, sports is like the equivalent. Getting of that. trucked is pretty embarrassing. When someone just straight runs you the I fuck over, that term. yeah, yeah. I always think of it as like get uh, like hit sticked. Yeah, you know. But uh, I mean, you could say maybe. Yeah, that, if that's actually pretty. If you're running the ball and someone just fucking just hit sticks you, just fucking kills you. I, I think yeah, I think getting hit sticked is worse than getting trucked because usually mm. it's just like because usually you expect it like a wide receiver to just get trucked by like a defensive lineman. Like you're using you're it backwards. Like, his stick is the defensive. Oh, term. okay, okay, yeah. Because yeah, I'm like, whenever it's a big defensive lineman, it makes more sense. Yeah, that's than what just I'm running saying. over somebody on offense. But, but if you're the, but like, when, if you're a running back and you just straight just run someone to the ground, like yeah, stiff arm, just oh my truck, God. just run someone straight to the ground. I hate when they call it like getting trucked and they still get the tackle. Yeah, because you're like, well, yeah, they did run over him, but they held on and brought him down. Like, yeah, you know, it, they did what it, they were supposed to. Exactly. I mean, so I don't like those. But if you get just straight ran over and then they just keep going, I think that's that's up there for the most dude, embarrassing. Getting like legitimately stiff armed to where they like just palm you and push you to the ground. I'm like, that has got to be so belittling. Yeah. So what can you do? 
like, you're done. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, coach has got to take you out and put in like the the punter. You yeah. know, like <laughs> you're useless if you get trucked by the punter. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah like, I, I I think there's one highlight of it, <laughs> but oh my god, if it happens. Imagine. It's over. Like, I mean, your career is over. Honestly, basketball probably has the most embarrassing things that could happen to you. Because yeah. it's like getting crossed. If someone is just moving and you just can't no more, that's so well, fucking embarrassing. Like, like getting your ankles broken even in football. Like if someone like, like yeah. you know, just fucking gets you. On you. It's pretty bad. But in basketball, when somebody's dribbling and they just fucking, you just go flying I don't. I think basketball's got like the most embarrassing things that can happen to you. I'd rather, honestly, genuinely be knocked out on TV than getting dunked on. Nothing in baseball is embarrassing, except playing baseball. <laughs> but I, I'm saying, like, there's no embarrassing moment. Like, oh, you go for the grand slam. Oh, you get out. Like, yeah, even like just, the most embarrassing thing that I could think has ever happened. Would be like somebody like sliding to uh, like complete an out, and the person just jumps over them. But even then, you're just like, eh, like you know, like it's just a good play on their part. Like it's not really like your yeah. fault. Like there's four athletes that can do this, and I think that's what like is probably one of the most fun things to watch in sports is the potential to like very publicly humiliate somebody. Yeah. And I really enjoy that about basketball. You know, football definitely has those moments too. And even fighting. soccer has those moments. Yeah, because like uh, their their versions of like breaking somebody's ankles are pretty goddamn bad. That sometimes they're mean. Yeah. yeah. And in soccer, legitimately, people have been killed over the results <laughs> of a soccer game. So I don't soccer's know. If that's, got a, soccer's got its embarrassing moments. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I don't know if that's embarrassing, <laughs> but. I know there definitely has been like somebody that accidentally like hit a goal in on their own team, and they was murdered after. So that's pretty embarrassing, right? Yeah. Not only do you score on your own team, but then you're murdered by your own fans. That made me embarrassing. Embarrassing moments of like your own team. You remember Anthony Davis in college? No, what happened? Didn't, I, he get, didn't he get like spanked bare ass in oh the locker God. room? No, that's not even close to what we were talking about. I was thinking, I was like, did he score on his own team? No, or, no, no I'm saying like, about him getting spanked. Yeah, yeah, totally different. Well, I'm oh saying embarrassing. God. Well, I mean, getting killed isn't an embarrassing moment, but embarrassing moments embarrassing. of like if you die via uh, cat scratch fever, <laughs> pretty embarrassing. That is embarrassing. It's got to be. But uh, yeah, that that tends to be uh, something that basketball I, has the most embarrassing moments. I do not like that video anytime I see it, and I it's, genuinely repress it because it is a video of Anthony Davis, the star power forward to a championship winning Lakers team, getting held down. Their ass, and more importantly. It doesn't look like he's totally against it. Now, like, it's one thing when you're like, this guy is very clearly being hazed or sexually harassed, but they're recording him, and he looks at the camera and goes, ah! (laughs) When you're 6'10", you're too tall to be doing that shit, dude. That is... You got a scholarship. Could you imagine, like... Your your parents are just on Twitter and you're they're just like going throughout their day like man I really hope he's having a good time there and then they just keep scrolling and they see their son being spanked on and it's like oh uh, oh <laughs> I, 
I don't know if he likes playing basketball or he likes being on a basketball team. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like man, I really hope he actually enjoys basketball. Man, I really wish you wouldn't have brought that up. I fucking embarrassing moments. That is truly. I think that's. I think I'm more embarrassed about it than he is. You know, because I was like, I I loved watching Anthony. I yeah. I'm, I do consider myself more of a Louisville fan. Yeah, but I've same. always enjoyed watching Kentucky as a team play yeah. for like at least the better part of a decade more than I yeah. have Louisville. Yeah. So seeing the star, like probably like the like the star pupil of uh, like. I would honestly maybe say college basketball in the past 10 years, but oh, Kentucky... I think it's not arguable that he's top five best college players ever. Yeah, it, we're talking like specifically the reign in college, right? Yeah. Or, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, his reign, his short-lived reign at Kentucky was like one of the most dominant like eras of basketball. And then just to see him face down on the floor getting spanked... I don't consider him a top five college, college player anymore, man. I really don't. I'm, I'm taking Peyton Siva over. I'm, I'm really... If we're to reverse time and we're doing a fantasy draft of every college athlete ever, I'm picking Peyton Siva over Anthony Davis because of that. I know Peyton Siva wouldn't let that shit happen to him. And he's not even 6'10". He, I think he barely cracks the mold of six foot. He was the team leader. He'd have been the one. No, he wasn't. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, like, Anthony Davis definitely wasn't. Nobody does that to a team leader. No. Could you imagine Siva, somebody doing Siva, that to LeBron? Siva was the team leader. He'd have been there spanking Davis. That's right. You In life, you were either the spanky or the or the. <laughs> There's really two different... Aspects of life you can go down. Please do not be college Anthony Davis. <laughs> and it is so crazy to tell somebody to never want to achieve what Anthony Davis <laughs> did in college. <laughs> but my God, if I ever have kids, I will be like, please, please do not look up to Anthony Davis in college. One last thing about Anthony Davis. Oh, please, God, no. He's known for having a unibrow. Don't make that your look. James Harden is the beard. Like, that's pretty fucking cool. And he desperately needs that beard, I he will does. add. Yeah. That makes him, like, 300 folds attractive, more yeah. attractive. But Anthony, I really don't know how... It, I mean, dude, I, he, I'm he sure the, he's gotten it fixed by now, but did you see how fucked his teeth were? They were horrid. They were horrid. They were like shark's teeth. Like... Yeah. There was just multiple rows of them. Yeah, like, it looked like shark's teeth that somebody, like, fucking punched back. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just looked like shark's teeth in reverse. <laughs> like, they were all going towards him. <laughs> and he was so, the first human on the board. <laughs> <laughs> so, with, with turtles, they have, like, a bunch of, like, rows of just, like, sharp teeth, mm-hmm. like, lining their throats that are all, like, hmm. pushing towards them. That's to, like, for whenever they swallow shit, it stays in there. Like, it's to keep it down. And that's what it looks like Anthony Davis had. It was just to keep food down. But he had teeth that were, like, facing towards the back of his spine. (laughs) They were all just... (laughs) But, man, I really hope he's uh, not doing any of that. I I I hope he wins the second ring soon. I'm kind of hoping not. (laughs) 
that dude can never be a captain of any team that like I would ever be a part of. Like even no. if he just dropped out of the NBA and I joined a men's league and he was on the same team, I'd be like, Mm-mm, "You're not captain. I'm the captain of this yeah. damn team." And I'm like, "You want to know why? <laughs> <laughs> you want to fucking know why, dude? I'll fucking show you. Like, you know why? Yeah." <laughs> We'll reenact this shit right now. <laughs> You're not the goddamn captain of this team. Oh, man. Yeah, that is not how it went in this. I really like Anthony Davis. Yeah. From what I haven't repressed, but... I, I really like Anthony Davis, but... Yeah. Shout out USA. Shout out Coach Cam. Shout out us. Shout out the Lakers. And shout out the Lakers. What else? What else is a good shout out? One more shout out. What's gonna be your last shout out? I'm trying to think of something that doesn't get enough shout outs. Fat cats. Shout out fat cats. Shout out fat cats, dude. Skinny cats just They're not as cool. Yeah, they're just okay. You're just like, yeah, you could probably catch like a field mouse or something, but like yeah. fat cats, you're like Yeah. You know, like there's a there's a comic there's some strip based around you. There's movies based around you. Like yeah. Garfield. Like, yeah. You're doing something right. Like, you're there a are, fat cat. That's how s- cats are supposed to be as fat. There's some species of cats that look really weird as fat cats, though. Dude. Like, like have you ever seen, like, fat tigers? <laughs> adorable. Yeah. That shit but is I'm so saying, adorable. Like, hairless cats. They look weird fat. Still cute. Not, that is still cute. It's not bad. I'd rather see a fat, uh, hairless cat than a bony Hairless cat. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Now, I'm not thinking like bone skinny, but like. That shit is so cute. Fat, fat cats. Fat cats are the best. I love them so much. And it just, it really epitomizes their like thought process. Like, like fuck you. You feed me. Yeah. I lay around the house and I fucking sleep. Fuck yeah. you. Like, you know, like they like, just don't give a shit. Yeah, they were like, we want to be domesticated by these guys. Yeah, so you're going to feed me, I'm going to shit in your carpet, and I'm just going to get fat. Fuck mm-hmm. you, you yeah. know, and you're going to live with it. Yeah. So shout out us, shout out the Lakers, shout out Coach Cam, yes. shout out... USA. USA, and shout out Fat Cats. Yep, USA in this hoe. And that's been Jamie McCron and Rex.